0: All of this crazy food with all of these calories. You, you can't even, hey, look, you can't even go to a restaurant. They put the salt, oil, and sugar, SOS, salt, oil, and sugar in it. But we got the perception we believe the falseness, that we believe we're a prisoner of what the corporations tell us, of what these scientists and psychologists, that's who they hire all day long. And we put these things in our mouth. This is for all addictions when you come here. And we have a solution to all addictions, and we're going to get it again, By the end of the meeting, reinforce our thinking. Self-help books, there's another one. Diet books, I had hundreds of them. All types of diet programs. You know, dieting is easy. I was on a thousand diets. It's easy, right? They used to say, too, when I was in AA, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, stopping drinking is easy. I've done a thousand times. So here we've done this, and I know it's a fact here. Nobody can argue with me. We've done a thousand times. 95% of it fails. The 5% that stay on this program of trying to resist it through a diet are miserable. If he happened to stay on it, you know, why be miserable? Might as well go out, you know, and, uh, and enjoy yourself. So, so it showed, right, the first sentence here explains it. What more do you need to know? Shows that the personality change sufficient to bring about recovery from alcoholism, drug addiction, food addiction, people addiction, it has manifested itself among us in different forms. But let me just read this. This is the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions book of Overeaters Anonymous. It's a new edition, second edition, and they made a few changes. But anyway, I'm going to quickly read that, then we're going to get right into the meeting. We of Overeaters Anonymous have found in this fellowship a way to recover from the disease of compulsive eating. Now, here's important. We use compulsive overeating and compulsive eating interchangeably. These include, but are not limited to, overeating, undereating, food addiction, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, over-exercise, purging, and other compulsive food behaviors. But they forgot one thing in here. It's the answer, and it says in the big book all the time, in the 12 steps, the answer to all my problems. So a spiritual experience, a lot of people come into the meeting, and they, or even they've been here for years, have I had a spiritual experience? They don't, they still don't seem to, or they don't even go in that direction, and make it all about diets. They always talk about diets, or, or asking other people to solve their problems, or trying to So, if you go to page 567, and there it talks about what's called the spiritual experience. So, we're going to relate this right to our diction. If you can get it right here now and understand and comprehend what they're trying to say here, then you'll have an understanding of what this whole thing of spiritual experience is all about. And I'm going to take the few important, just a few sentences here, and and you'll have, have to have a so we can get a complete comprehension of what we're talking about here. when... On the very top of the page it says spiritual experience. So here it's going to explain it here. The term spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book. It goes on the next paragraph and what does it say there? Personality changes or religious experiences must be in the nature of sudden and spectacular upheavals happily for everyone. This conclusion is erroneous. So a lot of times, and it's telling you here and this is with the addiction to food, sometimes people go quickly and they'll They'll abstain from food or uh, or drugs and they'll say, well, it really, my mind wasn't changed. It wasn't convinced towards the food. But here it says a slow, slow process. It could be educational variety. William James wrote a book on that. And it talks about it right here, spiritual experiences. this is way back then in the early 19th century there, hundreds. So anyway, he says, happily for everyone, this conclusion is erroneous. If you go down a little bit further towards like the middle, a little past the middle of the bottom of the page, it says, Most of our, our experiences are what the psychologist William James calls the educational variety because they develop slowly over a period of time. Food is related to everything else in my life, and everything else in my life is related to the food. It's all the same thing. I always say it's a simple program. So, spiritual experience, if you saw in the lobby, was the title here. This whole thing, spiritual experience, a revolutionary change in thinking. We need that. The only solution we have in our addictions our addictions in life and people and resentment, anger, we need that perception change. We need to be what's called reborn. It talks about that on page 63 of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous when it says right before the third step prayer, we will reborn. And it talks about that change of thinking, a new way, revolutionary change of thinking. So again, we're doing it. A lot of times I, of course, relate this to the food and our addiction to food. So in the meeting, when I bring up the water, right, and I bring this up, right, The water, and I say, I have that revolutionary change, and we can have it too, That where I love God's gift to us, the water, and I don't need to have drinks with hundreds and hundreds of calories. And this alone, this revolutionary change will change, you know, this is what many people, that's where all the the calories come from. Never mind when I go to God's gift, right? All of these uh, fruit and foods and vegetables, man, the vegetables are amazing. And when we go to this God's gift of food, and we can enjoy and luxuriate them, realizing and understanding the falseness. The falseness of our religious experience, if you want to know what it was up till now, was the, what the corporations told us. And the advertisements telling us we'll get that joy and happiness from the food. That's all the commercials tell, tell us. And as a result, because of this uh, processed food, which has like three or four times the calories of regular wholesome food. So that perception changed. So it talks about here, it says... Again, most of an educational variety, like we're getting here, working that spiritual muscle. When you go to the gym, after you go the first time, you don't have huge muscles, right? Sometimes people go and they keep on working at it. We have the opportunity here every day to work the spiritual muscle. And it goes on to say, near the bottom, he finally realizes that he has undergone a profound alterations in his reaction to life. So here, by a slow, all of a sudden we start to realize We have a profound change. So what is a spiritual experience? Our reaction to life. When we have a situation, a problem in our life, it's not the problem, it's our reaction to it. The answer is in here. And also I had a reading I was doing this morning it talked about having that source of joy and happiness in here all the time. We were created that way. And the reason I bring that up is because in this program we have in the steps a higher consciousness of our understanding. But what it came down to, and I started to realize, that understanding was always there. I just buried it with the guilt, same remorse, and how about with our addictions, right? Addiction to food. When it's all about the food, we don't see anything else become very finite. We don't see the infinite oneness of everything and everything around us. We don't see nature. We don't see the beauty in people. It's another way, gluttony, right? One of the seven deadly sins is being gluttonous towards life, trying to grab everything, and it only works momentarily. If you want real joy and happiness, what's in here? We can get centered and relaxed. It's talking about that here—that change of perception, having looking at the food differently, wanting God's gift of food, not what the corporations lie to us and tell us. That should be illegal, by the way. All that food—you know, inundated by those commercials. Even the Food and Drug Administration, in our country—it's all, it's all people from these corporations. And if they're not from the corporations, when they leave the, the government, they're promised big jobs. So, and on uh, on these big food companies, consultants. So we can't believe the big lie. And I had last time, and I, in, in the beginning here, I had the big lie. Right? The big lie. We've been living the big lie in everything in our life. We've been, when we're upset or, or depressed, it's the big lie. We think our joy and happiness is all about us. Believe me when we know that 95% of the time when you're upset, you're thinking towards other people and situations, resentment. The perception we have now, and we the way we were brought up in the society, all these material things and, and everything about it, that we 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 this is what it was all about. The religious spiritual experience is when we start to have that perception change and realize the the truth. Again, the truth before was, you know, it says in Doc's opinion, knowing the false, the true from the false. We believe the falseness whenever we're miserable, upset. We're believing in a false premise. And then when we try to figure it out, by, we used to buy self-help books and trying to figure all these things out. It didn't work because I'm trying to figure it out with that same false premise. My false thinking, my crazy thinking was trying to figure a situation out. With the food, the same thing. I got a great idea. I'll eat smaller morsels of food with all the same poisons in them. I'll do this. I'll constrict it. Whenever you resist something, you're giving it strength. But we have a better way. And we're going to get it right here. It's reading on page people just came in the meeting, 567 in the big book called The Spiritual Experience, but a spiritual revolutionary change it talks about towards our addictions, towards our addiction to alcohol, drugs, food, towards our addiction to people. When we have, you know, when we're miserable, upset about what a person talks to us, doesn't talk to us, likes us, doesn't like us, we have a saying that what other people say I think is none of my business. People are going to fail us all the time. If we put our faith in people or success or money or the food, the food. You realize it's another material thing? Do you realize that? It's just another material thing. and Especially, again, our society. It's all about the money success. But they make it all about the food. We have an allergy to body. Of the body. A obsession of the mind release of a phenomenon of craving because we're, we're feeding into all this nonsense food. It's like, would you listen to the drug or a cocaine dealer or a, a crack dealer on your corner? No, but we wouldn't do that. But we listen to the... And the people in these commercials and uh, advertisements in the supermarket walk in, 95% of that food is poison. Again, people say, well, I, used to, I have a list here of all the ingredients. There's 50 ingredients, chemical ingredients in each one of these foods. So somebody said, uh, send me the list. I said, all you have to do, if even if you're home now, pick up one of these processed foods. You'll see 25, 50 ingredients in them. By the way, if there's 50 ingredients, 49 of them are poison. My whole way of this whole thinking out of this whole mess is a spiritual experience, my awakening towards God consciousness, his wholesome food, and I showed you again, water alone. This is what God's gift, those drinks you get, those gloopy drinks with the, it's crazy. All that salt, salt, oil, and sugar could be 500, 600, 1200 calories in one drink. How about even a salad, vegetables? You go to a place and all these restaurants, a salad, you know, a whole pound of salad is about 100 calories. In the restaurant, they might give you a quarter pound, maybe if you're lucky, a half a pound. I doubt it, a quarter pound, but yet it's 1,200 calories. It's from the junk they put on it that they have you addicted to. It All the chemicals, refined, processed oil, salt, oil, sugar, all poisons, you know. And then I relate it to drug addiction, but, you know, all that's illegal. But how many more people in our country, it's really bad with the drugs and everything, the alcohol, are dying from the food addiction. So there, they, there it's accepted, but it's, it's crazier. More people in heart disease. Oh, then I have a list here of all the, the ailments, you know. I, I really, you know, I'm done with all those ailments. I used to have them when I was heavier and I, and I weighed much more. And uh, and, then I, and when I started eating healthy, it all went away. I didn't need to look it up on the internet that I had all the diseases, right? So, I mean, again, you know, if, you, if we enter the addiction. But it's amazing. The food is the healing power of food. It is totally amazing. The vegetables, the greens is more micronutrients and and vitamins in it, and you can imagine, and these things are reversed. When you look, if you do research, you you know, they don't have to do a new research program and get a hundred people and thousands of people and do all this research. All you have to do is go to different parts of the world where they have different types of diets. Some parts of the world, there's no such thing as, there's heart disease and the, or the type two diabetes isn't there if they eat what's called a healthier, you know, diet. But how about even the cancers, you know, a lot of the cancers, the autoimmune diseases, a lot of them are due to our uh, allergy, allergy, allergy of the body, right, that we have to this food, allergic, you know, so so here we go. So it goes on to say here, uh, on page 568, well, actually, on the very bottom of page, I love what it says here, page 567 in the Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book, which is the actual basic book for Ovius Anonymous, which is the basis for all life and everything you can imagine. But anyway, it says, With few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped into an unsuspected inner resource, which they presently identify with their own conception of a power grain themselves. Here it is. Here's the whole key here. You know, people say, well, I, I just don't get it. Do I have to look for something outside of myself? Maybe that's it. Maybe there's a deity or whatever you want, what religious affiliation you have. And it's very powerful when people have this faith and belief. But for some of us, and we have this, you know, chapter in here called We Agnostics, but the whole point is is that it's telling me here that it's inner resource. We were created in this perfection. We were created to be happy, joyous, and free. All that is inside of us. Like when we were little children, we went out and played, we are in the present. You know, so what would happen was we decided that we're going to make it the intelligence God gave us, we're using it, right? Self will run right. All about the self, taking our self will back. If only everybody in the world would behave the way I felt they should, I'd be happy. Expectations and resentments ready to happen, right? That's in the big book, too. Expectations. Well, you know, desire is the cause of all suffering. Now, the same with the food. All our suffering is this thinking that our solution is the food. And it goes on to say, well, when it says inner resource, they presently identify with their own conception. It says a power of our consciousness of, of our own understanding. So we had it there all the time. Most of us think this awareness of a power grade in ourselves is the essence of a spiritual experience. Our more religious members call it God consciousness. So wherever affiliation you're coming from, it's open to everybody. Maybe spirit of the universe, nature, whatever it is. The whole thing is, is realizing where the problem is. The problem is, in the five senses, in, you know, going out in in the world, the material world, and even the seeing, the tasting, the seeing, the smell, we have what's called the sixth sense, and we also have what's called rocketed out of the time in three dimensions into the fourth dimension of existence. How does that happen? When we start to realize the truth, the truth will set you free. The truth is, is that all of these plans and designs don't matter. We came from dust, we're going to dust, but we take it upon ourselves, to worry what people say, think, and do about us, we take it upon ourselves to think that the food addiction, and we if I have all this food, it's going to make me happy. Yeah, momentary. It was a solution to all my problems. Momentary, but on the other side, with momentary pleasures, is as much devastation as you can imagine. Just as much, and more, ten times actually. Right, the devastation. So well, there we go. Spiritual experience, spiritual consciousness. It's its having that perception change. Hey, the diets don't work because the diets are keeping you in the problem, either in the problem or solution. Do you understand that concept? Where The more you try to resist it, the more you, you, you discuss it or try to figure it out, you can't. But when we get centered, we'll intuitively know. Maybe we should end with that. We'll quickly say the 10-step promises. And why do they say, 9-step says we'll intuitively know, and why on page 83... Go to page 84. Listen to this. This is what happens when we... And this is... Look, people who really work these steps, not through the intellect, but through the heart. You know, step one, parallel. Step two said we had to realize we we're insane. Step three, uh, surrender. The whole thing is about surrendering, letting go. And on page uh, 84, let's go to that, and then we're going to hear from the amazing shares from everybody else. But on page 84, let me get to that. Okay. We have ceased fighting anyone or anything. Trying to control something, whether it's with a diet, whether it's trying to control people and situations, we can't do it. We're making it more real. We're saying, hey, when we try to if I come to you and I in this meeting and I say, Here, look, I'm having a problem with my mother in law, for example, or somebody in my life, or my boss at work, what am I saying? I'm saying it's a real problem. Right? I'm trying I'm saying that this is a problem I have in my life and really it's 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 not a it's not a problem. I'm making the problem in my conception of what's going on. Right? we have all kinds of phrases here. Hurt people, hurt people. You know, what other people say do is none of my business. It really isn't, because they're talking it's about them. So here we go. And it says, for by this time, on the bottom page 84, the step promises, for by this time sanity will have returned. We'll seldom be interested in liquor. It could be food or getting, you know, people. People are gonna fail us every time if we attempt to recoil it like from a hot flame. Before we couldn't, our brain, we're trying to figure it out what a crazy mind was trying to figure out our addiction. How can we figure it out when we're the ones who created the problem? When we get sent it all the answers, when we surrender, the whole world and all the answers come to us. We'll have, we'll have the conception and understanding because it says it will intuitively know. And it goes on to say, this is amazing. We will react sanely and normally. It's, it's amazing, right? It's directly related to our addiction. We will find that this will happen automatically on the top of page 85 in the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. We will see that our new attitude towards liquor has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. You know, I'm glorious in my diet. You know, people struggle and they're in pain. And I was on a strict diet for a whole year. I was so miserable that finally I I was, you know, I I couldn't because I was trying to control it. But now with God's gift of all these foods and I bring them in again and, you know, it could be vegetables. It could be the grains from the ground. Hey, you know, I always say this. High carb, low carb, high protein, low protein. People have all of these ideas. You see (laughs) me all over the internet, everywhere you go. I say it's not so much that. It's what you put on the food. Do you realize that? Do you realize even potato, people say, well, a potato, that's uh, not a good diet food. it's high carb. Do you realize a potato for its size fills your stomach up? It's when you fry it. And you put, I don't know, what do they put on it? Uh, cheese on the potatoes? Uh, all kinds of garbage, right? You put on potatoes, I don't know, butter, who knows? Uh, oil, sugar, they put everything on there. Then it's three times the calories, right? Three times the calories or four times the calories. So that's the is from frying, right? to salt, oil, and sugar. We will see that a new attitude towards liquor or food has given us without any effort on our part. It just comes. That is the miracle of it. We are not fighting it. Neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed into a position of neutrality. Listen to this wording here. Safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. So if we're trying to do it by self-will, removing the problems with any addiction and any problem we have in our life, it doesn't work. Our crazy thinking tells us to control it. If only i get people to act and the world to act the way I wanted to, life would be great. When we have this conception change, it becomes all about... The supplement for the food becomes, when we work these steps, it becomes other things. It's not just the food. We see the beauty in, in nature and, and all that. And not only that, when we get centered, we can actually feel our stomachs, right? When we're in the fear of, you know, or guilt or shame or remorse, what we're doing with the food, we can't be centered. We can't really feel feel when we're full, you know? So here here's the difference. And, you know, we'll intuitively know. Just like, you know... We, God gave us the one gift, he, he does everything else autonomically with our d- digestion with food and everything like that, but the one thing we do is put food in our mouth and we, we can, we screw that up. The one, you know, we can do that, the rest just happens automatically. But how about, you know, I was thinking when animals, there could be all kinds of poisonous stuff on the ground. I don't know what all these chemicals are around today, but the animals know, like a squirrel or whatever it is, or birds, they know it's healthy and not healthy, healthy for them. But no, we, we don't think that way. We'll eat all of this poisonous chemicals, pick up some food, and you'll see all these chemicals in there. It's, it's pretty crazy. So, and uh, let me see what it says. Position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. It says here, we have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for us. So long as we keep and fit spiritual condition. Now It goes on to say, but the next paragraph is really interesting. It says, we really have as a daily reprieve con- contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Each day is a day we carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. So anyway, when we're into the self, the ego, trying to control something we're not in fit spiritual condition. Spirit- fit spiritual conditions, letting go. Step one says we're powerless. You know, how many years people could be in the program, or myself for quite a few years, and, and I had to say, did I do step one? When I went to a meeting, I was in the problem, not the solution. Did I really do step one? Step one says we admit we're powerless over everything in our lives, food, alcohol, whatever, and our lives have become unmanageable. Did I really do a step one? Or step two, Did I I, I had to be restored to sanity. I was, I was so insane, I was trying to figure it out with my insane thinking. And finally, step three said I had to surrender, let go. I always say it's a simple program. It's all about letting go. Oil, yeah, oil... Oil is, oil is processed. It's a processed food. It's condensed. A tablespoon of oil is 150 calories. That's the you know, same with sugar. Sugar is natural, but it's refined. And then it's, it's a lot more. You know, in your stomach, it's going to be this much room. It's going to take up oil. Maybe if you eat an avocado, it's different or something like that. So there you go. You could put the delicious things like, once you get the taste buds changing, broccoli, asparagus, all these things, eggplant, these things in lettuce, carrots, they taste amazing it's just that before that if we have a donut or some processed food then we can't enjoy uh the salad believe me it tastes good we'll go on to more shares right away are you into the addiction right here right now are you into the addiction right this second are you eating are you talking about the food we can because in your share, you were talking about the past and the future. You're saying, well, up to now and then the future, worrying about Thanksgiving. This is the spiritual condition we read about, being in the present. That's all we got. But when we get back into the past, the future, we're into the more shame, and guilt. We're back into our addiction. So we have the glorious present. So the solution is a spiritual solution in the present. No matter how much you, look, whatever you're, obsessing about now whatever you're eating whatever you ate yesterday whatever you're going to eat on Thanksgiving it's, you're in the problem not the solution the solution is being centered and what? letting go when we're centered then then the answer comes to us we won't want to make other people food a higher power we'll, we'll feel the joy and happiness and it comes from within and when I experience all these things people are talking about I go back read the literature here go the steps and get centered prayer and meditation And I start to realize the truth. The truth is all this other stuff is nonsense in my life. Gluttonous. That's craziness. Sometimes I found the more meetings I went to, the worse my addiction got because at the meeting we're trying to control it and we're in the problem discussing it, right? So it got worse. (laughs) Yeah, we're in a solution here. I hope. At least I know the only thing that works for me is a spiritual solution. (laughs) Anyway. And when it doesn't work, like they say, rule, rule number one, believe in a spiritual solution. If that doesn't work, Rule number two, go back to the spiritual solution.